Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to episode 30 of Subject to Change. 30. Episode 30. It's, uh, it's a big milestone. Happy to be here. We are back with the boy detox. The boy detox is in the house. Actually, they're in my house. Welcome to TBD HQ. That is correct. We, are, we have ventured out of Sydney, out of Bondi. We're in Wollongong. To Wollongong. The W. The Gong. Yep. I don't know what anyone thinks, but it's like there's loads of stuff here, like ATMs, there's shops, there's We've phone got a phone booth. Yeah, there's, phone there's, phone there's loads Mad. of stuff. Mad. Loving Civilization it. is finest. But uh, Jess's apartment is lovely. It is very nice. Lovely. I can see why you've moved down here. We were talking about this before, the fact that you don't have a TV as your centerpiece. And loads of people do when it comes to an apartment. Mm-hmm. You've got books and a bookshelf and cool pictures. I and, think you, and naked people. Yeah, the, you've done that strategically. It shows my values, right? Mm-hmm. Reading what? and... Naked people. Reading and, yeah, drunk and... Polaroid photos. Did you make that decision when you moved in? You were like, I'm specifically choosing not to have a TV. That's like the the centerpiece. Yeah, when I moved into the apartment in Waterloo, which is where I lived um, previously, before I moved to Bermagui, there was no TV and I didn't mind. I just liked silence in the lounge room. It's like reading books. Some people can't really handle the silence either. Just, just mean you've got to like converse. Like talk to people. Trust me, like when I bought this couch, people will come over to my house, they sit on this couch and secrets come out. I don't know Stuff what it is. It's like Hopefully that happens today Valium. on the episode. I'm sure it will. But um, before we start, as usual, please rate us. Please rate us. Please like us. Please like us. Please subscribe to us. Please subscribe to us. On whatever platform you decide to listen. So if that's YouTube, Spotify, give us five likes. Five likes. Five stars, should I say, if you're on YouTube. If you're on YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe. And like. And like. If you're on Apple. Apple. Like, like, stop it. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, and comment, and comment. And if you're on TikTok, we hit you in all your comments. <laughs> but they're and funny. Let's, let's, <laughs> they're let's funny. just take let's take ten seconds and allow them. And to yes, and we're gonna give you, give you 10, seconds ten seconds to do what you need to do in order to make sure our podcast gets to the top of the list and everyone's pages. Thank you very much awesome. for doing Thank that. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're appreciating the lights coming in from that. I'm sure. Thank you very out. much, Jessica, the boy detox for sitting down just once again. This is their third time with us. I think the last time you were on, it was episode 13. Something 13, like that. 13, I feel 14. like a lot of things have changed. Loads of things a lot, have changed. A lot of things have changed. Loads of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. Uh, oh anyway. Um, but yes, a lot has changed since then. You've moved to Wollongong. Um... Yeah, what else? Is she? <laughs> yeah, I was doing some reflecting this morning and I was like... Oh, you weren't really dating the last time we were doing this. Not dating at all. Yeah. But I thought, oh no, I haven't really done that much. But I realised I moved to Sydney. I bought an apartment. I moved to Wollongong. Um, I'm now consulting on a dating app. And there's a lot of things that are kind of changing and shifting, even though I don't feel like it's happening really fast. You're just probably like that busy. You don't even like notice how much shit you're doing. Oh, yeah, and I got a second job. Shout out to Lulu. I love you. I'm Grafting. The, I'm the door I bitch. I hope it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not that It's definitely not. It's one. That's funny. Um, so you mentioned that dating app. It's called Out There Dating. Yep, yep that's right. Talk to me about it. Because as far as I'm aware, it's not like you're... Your normal ass Tinder Bumble mm. hinge. So that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So enlighten me. I was approached by the developers of Out There to be their um, dating expert, which is super exciting. But there's two points of difference with Out There, and the first point of difference is it's based on compatibility matching. So when you down when you make a profile, 
you go through a personality quiz, which is based on deeper, deeper issues, like deeper personality attributes and your values. Mm -hmm. So you're matched on those things rather than just the aesthetic base. Looks, yeah. Yeah, which we're used to from your standard apps. So that's the first thing. And I helped design that quiz, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, Where did you get the ideas for that, like? for the quiz for like the specific points just from doing what i do you mm. know and knowing how important compatib- compatibility is to dating if you want some sort of longevity yeah so that's one point but then the other thing is like the second point of difference which i'm really excited about is it's location based so you can go to say you're going to revisis for a night out and you can check into the location and the app will tell you these people that you're compatible with are in the building. So Monica's here, Sh- Charlie's here, Sh- Charmaine is mm-hmm. here, Shane, Charmaine. Wait, is, is, is that going to come through if it just, you know, the con, the construction? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's right. So they're all here and the app actually prompts you to go and say hello. But the idea is you get five or six messages. So you actually go and say, let me buy you a drink, meet me upstairs. So it's in real life dating, cool. which is so different to what we're used to with our kind of normal apps like Bumble and Tinder mm-hmm. where we sit on the couch and swipe and have two or three messages back and forth and don't get anywhere. Yeah. So that's what I'm really excited about for it. Sounds good. It sounds interesting. It sounds uh, like, what would you say are like the key? So if you look at in terms of like the questions you're asking, what's like an example of, can you give like one of the questions? Yeah, like what's an example? So um how would you like what's your ideal weekend would you prefer to do netflix and chill exercising socializing with friends creating something extra work that's it out of those you can see what your values are you know like ambition is a value or creativity is a value or social life is a value so it kind of like divvies you up around that i like it Am I allowed to hold this, by the way, over here? I know this is your lovely couch. It's, it's yeah, condensation on the couch. Don't I don't want to. I know. I know. This is like your pride like, and joy. Why are you going to hold it there? Just put no, it no, somewhere no, no. else. It's, it's, it's just because I'm here like this. I'm sitting here like this. I'm like, I keep thinking, I'm like, fuck, I do not want to fuck this couch. It's like most people would just like not do it and just set it on the coaster <laughs> like an adult. No. It's going to have to keep leaning over. I'm like, that is not even inconvenient. Who are you? Like, oh, you know what I mean? This is like the typical Westerner. There's like literally any inconvenience. It's just like, oh, can I just soak your couch? <laughs> Can I soak your velvet couch because it's, you know what? Yeah. Can I soak your velvet couch because I can't be bothered leaning forward to set it on a table? Here we go. I'm going to hold it the whole time. No fluids going. Oh my goodness gracious me. There we go. So when, do you have like a timeline on when you think the app's going to launch kind of, I guess, in the Sydney? Because obviously it's launched now in St. Kilda in Victoria. Yep. So we're doing beta testing in St. Kilda. I was down there last weekend, which was super fun. Um, And it's only just available on Android from I think yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, but so gross. Now it should spread pretty quickly. It should okay. go like full spread Melbourne like and then Sydney. I really like that concept for sure. It kind of like completely takes out that long ass conversation that you have three, four, five days with someone you've matched with, and mm. you're kind of like. So when we're going to go on a date, okay, we'll go next week. Then you're trying to find, like, figure out that happy medium between yeah. how much do I talk to this person until we meet up? Because you don't want to talk about everything that you do in the first date. So, like, that literally just cuts out all that bullshit. Yeah, right. and I can tell you even from being in venues last weekend in, in Melbourne and telling people about the app, like, being in person with people makes such a big difference. And mm. they, were so inter- they, were, they were interested because they were like, oh, you're the founder, you're the expert. Let me, da- like, let me download it now, you know? 
So that in-person thing really works. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, today, we'll be delving deep. Oh, I'm excited. We'll be uncovering... It'd be good to get it'd be good to get a women's point of view on a lot of things yeah, today because we've, some, we've been we, we've been dying for that. I've been slagged off a lot on TikTok because they think I'm just coming from like a male's perspective, but it isn't. The statements are like gender fluid, but it's like I'd be interesting to have your takes while the people are like, oh, that's a woman's perspective as well. It's not just like coming from a man. But to I, be fair, you are a male and you are allowed an opinion as yeah, a male. But a lot of people like discredit us and it's the whole like take. No, I discredit you. Discredit me. <laughs> they, they, they discredit our opinions because I'm the one saying it. Uh, but it's this whole like take the mic away from men and it's like, well, what I'm saying this isn't... This is a massive TikTok trend It's coming the from a male, but the situation isn't about a male. It's about mm. like the situation between people. But yeah. Because it's coming from a male, it's like, oh, this is just a male's opinion. It's like, well... You know, it's a lot more... Now, I think a lot of the issues with the comments that we get in TikTok is a few of them, or like it comes from like a triggered uh, point of view. Like people hear you say about, I guess, the, the libido thing, mm. or they talk about the girlfriend experience and stuff like that. And I guess when people comment, it, it does seem to come across from that. And I actually responded to someone on TikTok, and then she kind of like wrote, wrote two comments in response saying, well, my experience, this happened to me with this guy. And I'm like, so you don't, you haven't even listened to what he said. Mm. You're just like listening and listening to respond instead of listening to understand. Yeah. This you know is what the mean? problem because people are always saying from my experience and that doesn't really like, an opinion doesn't really qualify. Yeah. You. It's just an opinion. And, it, yeah, exactly. like, and if people are like, well, from my own experience, it's like, well, you're only talking from an experience that exactly. you had. Yeah. It's like when I, when I'm saying something, it's coming from like, I've spoke to many different people and this mm. is just like a, and you know, a potential. He's theory. a science data, database. Yeah. Yeah. He loves, yeah, he yeah, loves yeah, research. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. loves research. I do a lot. <laughs> Every single opinion Dan has is from solid research. He never just speaks and thinks nah, it's facts. Yeah. That? Yeah. Nah. But that, that's true though. Like a lot of it does come from the experience. And like I said, everyone's experience is going to differ so your opinion on a certain topic is going to is going to differ so just because you've come out and said this about libido or girlfriend experience whatever and that's been experience because from your experience you communicated your expectations and the outcome of that mm. the situation was great where someone else would come in these comments like you can't keep treating women like this and yeah. using them for this i was like that's because your experience was the fact that you probably exactly. didn't communicate yeah, your expectations and now whenever you hear this thing about a situationship or girlfriend experience you have a negative connotation towards it because 100%. of that but then we're sitting here thinking well ours has been great because yeah we didn't have any bullshit we just said this is what it is yeah. And everything, both parties left everything fine. Everything is coloured by our own perceptions mm -hmm. and experience. Everything. Some some woman recently everything. commented, she was like, why don't you just get therapy, sort your shit out, and then date like a normal and person? I was, just I was like, like, that's such that's, a like... That's too, such an intense that's comment. Such an ignorant, I think that's just an ignorant comment. It's like, that's just discrediting every person who maybe just wants to casually date without wanting something serious. Yeah. Like, that's not like dating isn't like a one suit fits all. We live in a world now where things are spoken about more publicly, whether it's like, you know, you're in an open relationship or casual dating, yeah. or you've got like, what's the other one where it's like, you can have many different relationships. Polyamorous. 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 You've got, you know, there are so many different types and just to be like, just date like a normal person. It's like, that's There's like, no normal. do you know what I mean? There's it's no more normal. Actually but, being that normal is small minded. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, you know, usually it's people coming from like a lot of like butt hurt situations and <laughs> that's just usually what it is, you know? So speaking of experiences, Oh God, what has your experience been like on the dating landscape and <laughs> the dating landscape? Dish. I want to know. Let's go to you, Jess. 
Oh, oh, it's gonna make thank sense. God for that. Oh my God! You just calm down. <laughs> Jesus! You just stared at me and then went. So to you, yes. I'm like, fucking hell. I actually have updates. Like, it's not Spice City, but yeah. okay. last time I was with you guys, it was like tumble, there's none. There's tumbleweeds, right? Yeah. So, I'm gonna say that 2022 has been kinder to me than 2021. And to be fair, I was living in like a very remote location in 2021, so I've moved back to Sydney, slash the W. Um, but there's been different things going on. But the thing that I've noticed and that I've relearned is that going out makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And this is big for me to say because I'm an introvert and I've, I work every weekend. So I've worked every weekend since New Year's Eve. I think I've been out four times since the start of the year. That's upsetting. Every single time. Same as us. Every single time I've been out and once was to the beach with you guys, mm-hmm. I've made some sort oh, of yeah. connection. Yeah. I can't say, I can't like say with any certainty that the connections have gone anywhere but yeah. there's still been a connection a connection, a connection yeah, yeah. that's a good or bad one and i've been like pleasantly surprised about how good and how refreshing it is to go out and see people in person because there's a serendipity to it you know you might talk to somebody that you would never swipe right on mm-hmm. and then you have an interesting conversation and you're kind of captivated by them and you're mm. like oh yeah, okay, maybe I would go to Mexico with you tomorrow. Like, you you know, like... That sounds lovely. There's just... What's going on in conversation? <laughs> Mine's like, do you want to go to Revisis? <laughs> oh, I had a guy say, run away with me last week. And I was like, oh, that's the sexiest thing anybody's ever said to me. Is it that easy? Damn. I'm going to start typing that. Run yeah. away with me tomorrow. Oh, my God. Move. Can I say that? That is a good move. But yeah, every single time I've been out, something's something's happened. I've made a connection. And it's all been accidentally. Awesome. Mm. I Like, I don't go out hunting. Um, it feels nicer when it happens like authentically and you're out and about and you're just like well and I don't have the time to go out hunting like I've barely seen my friends so Mm. when I go out it's just like I'm going out to have a good time yeah and if something happens along the way it does but every time I've done that something's happened so Mm. it's been Mm. fun but I have had yeah interesting experiences Mm. from it you definitely have (laughs) <laughs> don't, know it, don't know if you want me to elaborate on that now or you know who that's you are. topic topic two or topic, topic eight I'm not sure um, what I do want to talk about is because um, this can happen quite a bit whenever you're you're messaging someone yeah how sexual are you allowed to be hmm. in conversations oh this is a great segue yeah going. yeah like how like what, what is too much and definitely if someone's listening to this please drop into our DMs once you've listened to this part of the topic. Like, what is too much yeah. for you when it comes to being overtly sexual via text messages to someone that you've, I guess, or courting? Can I just say... Go on, go for it. Can I just say that women... apologize, I'm not speaking for all women, but, like, generalizing. Mm-hmm. We develop, like, a cognitive dissonance to men being, like... Because we get it a fair bit, like, replies to stories, like... I want to see you use that vibrator on yourself, you know, like oh my that Lord. kind of stuff. Mm. You hear it so often that you like, mm. next, next, next. Like it doesn't do anything. Yeah. It doesn't. It's like, the, it's like the market's saturated. Like you get it that much. You're just like five other people have already said this yeah. kind well, of thing. It's just also so, it's so unoriginal. You just, it doesn't even, I, I think it's more. Nothing's happening in the pants area. Yeah. Like, I think it's more like, it's quite obvious that like, if someone messages you, they clearly like, more they potentially want to fuck but it's like if if all they come with is just overt 
conversations like that it takes away from like the experience of building momentum mm. yes. and it feels like that person only has like one trait to them and it's like a one track mind of go from not knowing you to can I fuck you as soon as possible yeah and that's and not a personality trait that's yeah, not a personality exactly. trait and it's like you know but also I will say that women are generally speaking stimulated mentally and emotionally yeah, 100% mm-hmm. so that overt sexual approach mm. just misses the mark it just yeah. falls so far below the mark. You want to be able to stimulate somebody on a different level and show that you understand them or empathize them or appreciate them or admire them before you go down there. I do you find the best, the best, <coughs> the best sex that you do have is when there is some sort of stimulation outside just the physical as well. Definitely. Um, I'm sure we can all speak from experience that whenever we have an emotional or intellectual connection, um, with someone and there's also that physical attraction the sex is like 10 times better I'm a virgin mum if you're listening <laughs> I'm just I'm just speaking from what I've been told from research from, from, from you know yeah, what I mean? books and posts from and books yeah, yeah I read a lot now so. I mean I've never had transactional sex but if I <laughs> had of I would know that mm, yeah, yeah. so I've been told yeah, but um <laughs> but yeah like whenever there is that connection the sex is always better so going back to that overt thing and like being overly sexual even if even if by some chance you do end up sleeping with that girl that you're mm. being overtly sexual towards, there's a good chance that it's not going to be as good as you expected it, it to can, be. It can fizzle yeah. as well because it's that, like it's just been leading. You're just like you do it and then you're done. You're the just other like, thing oh, that it's, happens it's done is now. guys talk big game. So they'll, oh, yeah, talk, and they'll be like, I'm, never talk big I'm game. this good at I'm going to tie pussy, you down. And I'm this, that, in. and the other. And then you get them in bed and they're like, and they're silent. This has happened to I don't think before. It's I have, like that TikTok. I have never talk big game because I, I don't want to talk big game and end up literally under underachieving. Like, I, keep I my, cannot wait. I move in silence. Well, that's why move I'm like, I cannot wait to give you the best 30 seconds yeah, of your life. Silence. Just be like, I can't wait to give you the best 30 seconds because that means if you do more than that, it's a fucking win-win. Don't overestimate. Never. Never, never. It's, just, it's like that TikTok where it's like, oh, I want to fuck you in seven, you know, and he's like, and then I want to like, fuck you in seven <laughs> positions. <laughs> one minute, minute later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. When someone's like, oh, I'm going to tie you down, do this. And it's just like some mediocre, plain, mm. placid, yeah, but then just you get, dead fish sex. You get into this thought, pa- like, because this happened to me recently before, like recently as well, when I got into like quite a sexual conversation where I was turned on, to, on by it because it was covert. It was like, you know, went under the radar. Mm. But then you get into this frame of mind where you're like, is he just doing this as a game? Like, is it just a pen? Yeah, it was like banter or banter. Is yeah. this like a sexting thing? Because to me, it's like, well, it like if, he doesn't if want you want to do it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's only gonna it's only gonna excite me for like maybe for a so week long. afterwards. Yeah, you just you wanna yeah, yeah, you don't wanna like constantly be doing this sexual texting if thing. If you're not if, gonna do anything about it then just Yeah, quit wasting my time. Yeah, it's that's like, true. It's like the point of like, yeah, you're on like a momentum and then it just eventually will just plateau and then you're like you need to yeah, it needs to get to a point where if you're gonna keep bringing someone like you have to then eventually close it and be like, Well now's the time, we're now gonna, you know Is there a point where so what would what would um allow for a guy to be able to kind of slide into your dms and be sexual towards you what would be okay well so recently i I had an experience where i met a guy and like we had good chat when i met him and then he continued to talk to me and it was completely above board like nothing Mm. nothing untoward like Mm -hmm. nothing sexual and then one night it did become sexual accidentally and that was okay it was like kind of subtle yeah just so, over tech, this is over DMs? Yeah, over okay. DMs. And that was, it was hot. But 
after the fact, it was still hot afterwards. I still appreciated, I appreciated it for what it was. But then my brain is like, well, are we going to do something about this or not? Yeah. Like actions, not just, like, do we just... Do, do we just do that, like the talking stuff for no reason? Or are we like, are you actually going to do those things that you said? So, did you say this to him or was this in your, in your head? I said, I literally said. Oh, yeah, she said, said okay, good woman. I, I won't say what I said, but I literally <laughs> said. You're gonna, am I going to sit in your face or what? <laughs> pretty much. I said that. I said, if, if Wisdom you want to time. Make, I believe that if you want to make this happen, you will. Yeah. You know what I think? I think there is, I think there's like a level where being overly sexual is accepted if there is that relationship yeah. with that girl like there's girls i've like slept with for a period of time and i know if they put up a story being all sexy and shit if i was to say something sexual they would be fine with it because mm. like we have built up that like that rapport and that relationship momentum, yeah and that yeah, momentum 100%. like we've been sleeping with each other for whatever length of time so if i was to slide in and say something filth like they would be okay with it but i would ne- like for the love of god if i was to like just start talking to a girl yeah. and she put up something like really sexual, I wouldn't slide in saying something absolutely ridiculous. Nah. I'd say like, oh, you look good or oh, that's sexual, that's hot, but I wouldn't say, oh, please come around and sit my face right now. Yeah. Or like, can you yeah. get, or you know can what you mean? get hooked on fucking me, please? Thanks. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's a... <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just always understanding the relationship that you have with that person to know yeah. what and what isn't okay. And I think if you have a doubt if it's okay or if it's not okay, then you just shouldn't do it. Like, if I message this, would she? Do I feel like she'll be like? A bit I think iffy? I think you also have to have a level of like, uh, um, would you call it emotional intelligence? Yes. To just understand the situation Big and be ones. like, have we had any of that kind of? Have we had any of that conversation? Mm-hmm. If we haven't, I'd need to build it from like a zero to a one to a three, not go from zero to ten of like, you put a picture, let's fuck. You're like, oh, it's just no. Like I get it. Like you know, for, you know, if a chick did it to a guy, I think it'd be completely different because you know. We're just fucking nah. don't judge don't judge me for my body Ugh. please buy me Take a drink me first for a fucking drink first please know, you animal thing. but you know have I'll some have, decorum have some fucking what I'll do, do it I am? I'll do it but I'll have some <laughs> decorum <laughs> I want you to apologise after we do it tonight because I'm fucking offended oh god um, but 100% you've got to have that you know level of like EQ to be able to understand we're like you know we're at a zero yeah. let's escalate it to a one or two let's let's feel it out what kind of chemistry we have and build on that level of chemistry yeah because also it's like everyone's different you're going to have a different type of conversation with everyone so you also want to feel them out to see how they like um flirt how they build sexual chemistry what kind of way do they do it because it's going to be completely different with everyone yeah i suppose with this guy you know we were just talking about normal stuff and he seemed interested in my day-to-day life and don't they all can you can you grab the thing after as well yeah um but then yeah, it just kind of became sexual and it felt natural. Whereas, yeah, it, it wasn't just the like, I want bend you over your couch, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, from that note, we should uh, make sure that what we're saying and what we're doing in these DMs is, I guess, thought through and not be looking like absolute creeps. Yeah, don't. Isn't it? For, for guys and for girls. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, girls as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Please yeah, yeah. don't slide in my DMs and say inappropriate things. Yeah, no. Well, you can slide and if you my do, DMs and say that, but I'd probably be rolling my eyes and screenshotting it and sending it to eight other people. Yeah, that's so funny. I will accept that screenshot. Oh, I will accept those screenshots as well. 
Oh, so what are we going to talk about next? Well, Jess has got the manifest of conversation. Mm-hmm. She's, got, she's a very organized human so being. So we have um, introducing, to pe- introducing people that you've hooked up with to your mates. Ah. Sorry, no, it's the reverse. It's like if somebody you know wants to hook up with somebody that you've hooked up with. Okay. That's the... Wait, wait, okay. Can you say that again? Oh, so, okay, I, I, I get what you mean. So, if you've. So, if say you've, if I've hooked up with Dwayne. Yeah. If, hypothetically. Once, hypothetically, if you had. <laughs> in a hypothetical situation, potentially had slept with him, definitely. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, no and what if Dwayne's friends wanted to hook up, hook up with me or vice, or vice versa, whatever? Yeah. What would be what's acceptable? Um, what's the time frame that it's been since it's happened? Hypothetically? I, I think. I don't think it. I, don't I think, think time. Matters. I, I don't think that. The time frame's the issue. I think it's the feelings. the feelings that you had whenever you you were hooking up or were seeing each other. I think that's what it is. Yeah, because I've I've had this happen really well in my life. Like I was having a Boxing Day party, and one of my girlfriends was there, and one of my really really old guy friends was there that I've slept with like 148 times, like eight Fuck, years ago, and we're still really good mates. And they were both drinking and blah blah blah. And Billy, the guy, came to me and was like. You know, I like your friend. I think she's cool. Would you mind? And I was like, absolutely not. Go for gold. And she said the same thing to me. And I was like, perfect. Go for it. You know what I mean? And I think that's super respectful. They both came to me, checked. That's it. But there's some guys, there's like probably one or two, probably two yeah. guys in mm. my life that if anyone came to me and said, can I hook up with them? I'd be like, no I will cut no. you. Yeah. Mm. Or if they did it, I would kill them. You know what I mean? But... I think it's the respect Hypothetically, thing. by the way, she's not calling anyone. Hypothetically. Don't want you to go to jail. I think it's you maybe a, have like a bit of a, a bit of a chat like, hey, is that like cool? Is, it, is, that what you, is that what you're getting at? No, it's in like there's certain guys that she slept with that it's literally a no-go. There's no right, chat. Okay. It's like, no, like a no. But I, I totally agree with that. I think, I don't think time is the issue. I don't think it's the amount of time you sleep with them or the time in between when you did sleep with them. I do think it's it's that emotional connection that you have to that person. There's people that you would have slept with that was probably completely physical. So if one of your friends is like, oh, can I can I hit? Like, can 100%. Yeah. But then there's good. probably someone you would have slept with maybe a, for a couple of months, but you had that intense yeah. emotional connection. So it's like a completely complete no-go, I think. Yeah. I think regardless, bottom line, you go and ask the person. 100%. doesn't matter if you if you think they didn't have a connection or whatever, you always go and ask the friend because the friend is what matters most. Yeah. So you just do that, do that, like do them that due respect. 100%. Go and check. Yeah. And that's all it is. And if they say no, sorry, you're out. Yeah, fair. Yeah, 100%. I think it's just like... I think we live in a world where there's just so many people and we can do so much with so many people just having that like level of like respect for each other where that's the bare minimum just making sure mm. that it's all cool and everyone's on the same page. I don't think it's very difficult. And it literally takes two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. And that person has like a lot more, you know, respect for you as well. They're like, oh, fair, fair Do you ever life. think there's like a level where it's like if they want to get with them and you kind of have, a, you don't really have a problem, but then it's like you're on 50-50 do you think it's kind of a, there's so many other people out there? Why are you going to go for that person? Um, I mean, they could have. Or why are you interested <coughs> in that person when there's like so many other like but then that's just people? No. Are, well, no, yeah. but they also could have like had a really good like connection with that person on a night out. They could have. 
No, but if, if there was a potential, you'd then still speak to that person. I had a genuine connection with that person. Mm. So I'm just bringing it to you and you're like, well, there's everyone else. Yeah, I get there's everyone else, but yeah. I had a really good connection with that yeah, person. So I want to just bring that to you because, mm. you know, not everyone's the same. You're going to have different chemistry, different people. So it's always worth saying it because it's so easy to say, well, there's so many other people. Yeah, but there is so many other people. Yeah, I agree. I was, just being, I was just being devil's advocate. Uh, but everyone's, yeah. everyone's an individual. I mean, one of the guys that I would say <clears throat> to my friends, like never go near him. Like we didn't actually technically, we weren't together, but still there's no way mm. in hell I yeah. would let any of my friends go near him. But like I, I saw this, um, something quite interesting, not that you mentioned that about we were never together. Um, um, I saw something quite interesting on TikTok from a psychologist where <coughs> she was saying how, yeah, maybe you weren't together together in reality, but if in your mind how you felt about them was a level of like such a high emotional connection and it felt as if you were together, even if in reality that wasn't the case. If you in your head like had that strong emotional intelligence or sorry, Not strong emotional reality, connection. Just labels. Yeah. Like even if there was no label, if you in your mind emotionally felt as if you were with that person, then you you are allowed to have yeah. those feelings after it case, ends. Yes. You're allowed to like get over that person. You're allowed to mourn that person. You're allowed yes. to do whatever you mm. need to do to, I guess, to, to get over it. Just because like the labels and, and society says that you weren't doesn't mean that from an emotional standpoint that you you were not, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think, I think a lot of people, especially if they're dating and they haven't given they haven't given themselves a label. So many people will end end something with a person, whether a situationship or whatever, and they feel as if they're not allowed to mourn that experience because, oh my God, we were never a thing. We were just fucking, but it's just like, but you were a thing. Mm. Like you were sleeping with that person for this extended period of time. You had this emotional connection. I think it's so important for people to ensure that whenever they do, and even if the society tells you that you weren't, if you feel like you were, you should allow yourself yeah. that time to... And I had a massive struggle with the guy that I'm talking about mm. um, in terms of that too because there was no label on it, but he You're was... still a human being. Very, yeah. still very like... significant. So yeah. now I still call him my best friend slash ex. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's never technically an ex, you know. Yeah. That's I think, a situation I think, I, are, Even like a, a yeah, situation Massive, ship. massive gray area. But even a situation ship, that's a disservice to that whole thing. Mm. <laughs> Because it was... To your thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was, it was like a little bit more than that? Yeah. 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 So that's that the thing. You're still allowed to have those kind of like emotions about it, even though it's not officially labeled. And even if it isn't labeled in like a specific... <laughs> even if it isn't labeled a... It's authenticity. <laughs> even if it isn't labeled in like a specific way, you're still allowed to have those emotions because that's the point. You still have like those emotional connections. You still have a bond with that person, and regardless whether it's for you know something like they're actually officially dating or a situationship or an extended period of time of casual dating, you still spend so much exposure. There's so much like exposure with that time and so much you know one-on-one -on -one time with that person. You just bond with them. So yeah, you still can go through a period of like mourning. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Definitely. Where uh, where do you like to blow your load? Oh, great segue. With Grace and Anna. If you can't come in her, on come on her. You, you guys go and then I'll bring in the science stats because this is a science podcast, right? Um, yeah, we're all about science. Uh, I did biology. Where, where do you like to blow? Where do I like to blow? Inside. In a tissue. <laughs> um, on, his, on his chest. Yeah, just on, on my chest. <laughs> on my chest. That's what I do. Oh, that I feel, Ash feels oh. <laughs> just oozes out. <laughs> just like a teardrop. 
Why you keep doing this to me? Um, um, oh, I mean, you know, it's always nice to finish inside him. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne. Not inside. <laughs> I don't want to get... I'm not ready for being a father. I'm going to go on record and say a lot of women actually like being come on. So mm. that, that um, in yeah. itself is quite sexy, no? That's I do. fair. It, has its, it definitely has its place. I'm not a big fan of like coming on someone's face. Fair. But I just, like on the stomach. On, on the, the stomach's bum, nice. The I always because why this, you're gonna judge them once you do? It's like no. you're disgusting. Because there's this moment of like there's this moment. Of, like, just just yeah, like, oh, they're gonna get you now. I can't believe you let me do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look at you the self, same. Oh. You've got a mum and a dad. You're someone's daughter. <laughs> Have some self-respect. <laughs> no, <it's>, uh, <laughs> can't wait for me to be absolutely riddled for this. Fuck's sake. Nah, it's because like afterwards, there's this moment of like. Obviously, there's this, you know your serotonin boost and it drops. There's a moment where I've done it. I'm like, that's oh, literally what you're saying. Oh, what, what have I done? Oh, is it? Oh no, I shouldn't have done. Just if you don't interfere. So oh, yeah, just... I'm just like, oh. <sighs> Each their own. Yeah, a lot of women actually quite like it, and yeah, I'm gonna go into the science stats for this. Okay. Please. And say I know you know like I know we all hate condoms. Blah 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 blah. I don't. I think they're fine. But there's another reason why coming in a woman is bad. It's messy. And this is because no, it's not. It's not messy. The pH level of a vagina yeah. is meant to be 3.4 to 4.5. Pythagoras oh. theorem. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> the pH level of sperm or cum is eight and the pH level of water is seven. That's and you can tell by these v- very simple numbers that if you're, putting, if you're putting a pH level of 7.2 to eight in a pH level of 3.4, you're going to mess that shit up. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's that's bare. That's a lot. And it's not like this is beyond the pregnancy stuff and the and the STIs, but putting cum in somebody, especially without asking, is dirty. Always, kids. always ask. Always like, always mm. ask. The thing is, right? Even if you're in bed with someone, I think it's like you give warning signs that it's like, <laughs> by the way, I'm about to finish, and it's like we're about to head up a one way street. Let me know if you want me to turn off. Like there are definitely warning signs that people give, and you know I'd be very vocal then, be like, you know, where is it? You, you know, you. You actually ask the, the question. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, hundred percent. Because like I, I've done it before. Where back in the day, I, you know, I haven't, and I just thought it'd be okay. Like we've all been there. Yeah. But like definitely in my adult life, you know, the more mature side of me is oh always very much because I don't want to have that where it's like what the fuck I, I don't want to cause any kind of drama, and um, yeah, hundred percent. What do you do always. for guys who don't ask? Oh my, oh, I've got a story about this. Yeah. Like, what would you, what would you say to that? Guys that don't ask. Mm. I always say, if, if they don't ask, I always say, don't come in me. I'm not on the pill. Yeah. But also, I don't I don't want it to happen because yeah. of, I don't hate I hate to bring the T word into it, but thrush. T- what's? Oh. Thrush. Yeah. Like, that's like. Not ideal. Um, mm. And vaginas. It's just yeah. Because like, your body's not used to it, right? Yeah. So, and that's horrible. That's a whole other like. I think it should be said the moment you, you have sex without a condom, someone's going to say, by the way, you know. Don't finish in me because if we're going to have unprotected sex. But, this is the thing. but what if the girl doesn't say? Well, the, okay. Th- th- this is the whole debate I was having, right? And I'm more than happy to say this publicly. Oh, TikTok is going to get taken down. Is that I think it's both parties' responsibility to say, by the way, seeing as we're having unprotected sex, I'm not on anything. This is on the context of that person's not on anything. Mm. Where am I? Should I not come inside of you? She'd okay. then be like, don't. 
I get it, it's both person's responsibility and it is. I'm not saying it isn't, but I don't understand where if someone's not on the pill and she's agreed to have unprotected sex, why it wouldn't be on the forefront of her mind to say, by the way, don't finish inside of me. I'm but not should it not pill. be on the forefront of the guy's mind as well? Should I'm not. I, I, I'm, both minds. It should. It's mm. both person's responsibility, but I'm also not the one who could potentially carry around a kid for nine months. So for me, I'm like, that would scare me more as a woman being like, well, this is going to be my responsibility. The thrush scares me enough. Well, yeah, but I'm saying purely for the reason of getting pregnant. I'm mm. like, it, I feel, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that it would be on the forefront of your mind more the fact that you're going to be the one dealing with the ramifications of getting pregnant. I'm not saying I, I, it's not either par- party's no, responsibility. No, it's on the forefront of my mind <coughs> every Fair. time. But does this that like does that make sense? Like totally. you get... And I had this jackass reply to a comment um, about like I was talking about this the pH levels, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, still won't stop me from blowing in it though." And yeah, that's I, just fucking. Yeah, but it's just like, do you realize this three seconds of pleasure for you? Yeah, causes can cost like... this woman okay forty bucks, but also a month of like discomfort, discomfort, discomfort yeah. around a period, yeah. and also thrush. Yeah. Like, how selfish is that? Yeah, I just think if there's, I just think if if that's a situation that you're in where you're sleeping with a with a girl, and the guy's not using the condom or whatever, or whatever. I think if there's ever any doubt in your mind as a guy whether you're allowed to come inside her, then you just don't do it. Like if no one says anything, like if there's no communication about it, don't do it or do it. Mm. If you do, if there is none, you just pull out. Yeah. yeah. Like straight away. Like I feel like it's mm. that's an easy one. If no one says it, pull out. If you want to, just say it. Be like, oh, where is it? That's yeah. Just say it. Just ask. I have a story around this actually, where I was um, I was seeing a guy over the period of about a year and a half, and mm. he always came inside me, even though I asked him not to. Oh, and that's fucking scummy. Afterwards, I said, "Did you seriously do that?" And he would be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have a baby." Which oh, for a whole plethora. You know, you know that's the oh. thing where people people like their kick, like their kink is the scare of potentially being pregnant the and having a child. The whole of reasons read between the lines that would not have been good for him so if, if he I popped out that. with a black baby. But, <laughs> yes. But... Black <laughs> lives matter. I was, <laughs> I was talking to a guy friend of mine about this and he's like, you know, whatever happened with him because you were like, you were doing this thing for like a year and a half. I know you're really like quite fond of him despite the circumstances mm. and I was like okay there's this reason this reason this reason and the fourth reason was we had sex and every time we had sex he would blow in with blowing me even though I specifically said not to okay but why why do you keep why yeah, do you keep having sex with him but, but, <laughs> but the guy was even like just stop yeah. these other three matters don't matter like these other three issues don't even matter you could have said that that fourth issue first mm. that's disgusting it's immoral it's the wrong thing to do and the fact that you asked him repetitive, repetitively and he yeah, kept doing it that's a bit yeah, creepy no but why, why did you keep doing yeah, it yeah why do you keep shagging yeah, it yeah I don't know that's my fault I bet you the sex was good the dick was like you got digmatized you're just like, <laughs> be like oh. once, once, once women get digmatized the amount of things that they let men do French black men <laughs> she'd be like I'm bloody annoyed at you and I'm going to tell you off next time you are a cheeky bastard <laughs> Gee, though, but to be fair though I have so many like female friends who have Gone back to absolute dickheads, and I'm just like, why do you keep doing? It's like the sex is good. I I'm like, you, you just, I just, be- I, I don't you just like, you just laying, you, you made her in your bed, and you're lying in it. Like you, he's, he, he he's also- a dick. But you- huh? Oh my lord! He also- 
Oh, <laughs> you I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn that bit up. <laughs> you dead it down. So you'd think that he would not do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh, yeah, that. So funny. Oh, Jess. We're going to have to put big subtitles on that bit as well, and we'll just replay that a few times when it comes up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jess. Jesus, oh take the wheel. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Shout out to you. You're absolutely disgraceful. There, there, is, there is a church just outside I your know, apartment. Do, There's a could, Greek Orthodox church yeah, we, that you can, can attend tomorrow. We can Fuck. just go. We can just go tomorrow. I've been bargaining with God a lot. <laughs> oh my God, that's so. But now I, I do oh, yeah. think if if that conversation isn't hard, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing it oh, like at all. Times I had that conversation. Preach the game, don't play the game. <laughs> oh my lord! How was the um? How was the sex drive between you two? Between like, me and be, that yeah. particular guy. Oh, it was. Because that kind of goes on to like what we want to talk about next. Uh. Like, did you say your like your matching? libido wasn't, like, on the same level? Or did you want more or did you want less? No, it was amazing. and Just leave it there. The, That's it. <laughs> it was amazing. Part of the, oh, this requires me to go into the whole thing. But part of the reason that um, it was so amazing is because we were – I don't think this term is used very often, but we, like, were, we were lovers. Yeah. Okay. So it was, like, it, taboo. It wasn't a relationship yeah. yet. We cared deeply for each other. I didn't see him. Like, I maybe saw him once every week or fortnight. It was just for that, like we because you shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah, no, it's a bit more. Is that a bit more naughty? We did, we, no, we do care about each other, but no, no, I mean because like he he had another life. No, but the thing is, I didn't give a shit about that, and I was never going to interrupt that. Mm. Um, but like when he left, yeah. that was his life, my life. Yeah. But when we spent the time together. It was intense. Like it sounds yeah. like just intense chemistry. Yeah, and that's what I would describe uh, as lovers, which I don't, I don't think yeah. I don't think we use that in twenty twenty. You know what I find? I find whenever there is a level of understanding, it's just me leaning forward. Oh. I find when there's a level of understanding where th- what we have is not going to be any more than what it is. That's exactly what like I mean. the, Wait, what? Like what? the when when there's a level of understanding between you and the, your sexual partner that this is all it's going to be mm-hmm. and we're going to make it as exciting and as fun as it can be, that makes the sex so much better. Yeah, because you bring the honest, yeah. honest and yeah. then it doesn't close doors, it opens doors. Yeah, it really does. Like I think yeah. when... Especially because if you know there's an ending, there will be an ending at some stage. Like I've had this before um, where I was like sleeping this girl and we both understood that there's going to be an ending at some point because I was going to be going away or whatever. Mm. Um, that it was just so exciting yeah. because like we're just going to make the most of the time that we have. So then everything was intense. The conversation was intense. Yeah. The bedroom was intense. Like it was just all, it was all great because we knew it was. In. And I feel like that is like such a, can be a good or bad thing. Was this on the farm? On the farm. Was this farm work? Because I thought, because I, I had like, you know, like on farm work. Oh, right. Work. No, I wasn't farm oh, work. Right, no, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on your five years in Australia. I'm uh, Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I also passed my citizenship test. Mm. After the fourth try. After the fourth try. <laughs> After the fourth try. <laughs> <After> the fourth <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the sexual chemistry was between us was, yeah, it was great. I was going to say with, with what you were saying, because the reason why I thought it was farm work, because it's like you have like a short period. Of, everyone has like a farm work fling. So people in like who come from England, they do farm work. Yeah. Mm. And you end up sleeping with someone, but it's very intense because you know you're only going to be there for like three months. Fun. Mm. And then you're like, it. I'm so now going off traveling work. again. So let's just enjoy this like small time we have, maximize the pleasure. And mm. it's super intense. I think there needs and then, to be like, more of this in like if, in, in general. And, well, unless you like, unless mm. there's an end. But that's the point. That's why it's because this you is, know 
there's an end date. But like this living is why just in the bon- lover thing needs to come back. Nobody does the lover thing. Anymore. Well, that's that, that's like holiday flings. You can get yeah. that with holiday thing, but just living day to day life. Some lad who lives down the road, you're like, well, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. There's no end date to it. I had so a mad, I had a mad experience like that when I was in Thailand. For oh, you. Yeah. If someone was to ask me what's like the best date I've ever been on, this would be it. Go on. So I was in Thailand, and I met this girl on Kotao for the first time. Kotao, very casually. Um, Love at first sight. Wasn't 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 chatted away or whatever. And then we ended up bumping into each other on another island, mm. kissed and whatever, didn't see with each other. We exchanged each other's like numbers on WhatsApp, and then we ended up, I went to CoPP, and then she was on another island with her friend, and we just kept in contact with each other very sporadically over our travels through Thailand. And she was like, I'm at this island, which was an island away from CoPP, and I, I was making my way from CoPP up to Chiang Mai and Pai, which is the north of Thailand. I was like, oh, well, I'm leaving CoPP um, in two days and I'm going to so-and-so island, which by chance is the one she was on. I was like, oh, I'm going to be here on this day. She's like, oh, no, all my friends are leaving on the day before. Or sorry, that same day. So I was just like, oh, shit. But she's like, no, I'll stay. So she literally stayed. Oh, so yeah, she, she stayed on this island um, on her own. Well, obviously she met people there as well, but she stayed on this island. And as I was late getting on the boat, to like go to this island her friends were getting off that same boat to come to Norton to Pico PP and I like waved at them and was like you're gonna see uh Darcy um you're gonna see Darcy and I was like yeah yeah, yeah I am and then we like swapped over got in the boat got to this island and then it was just like me and her hanging out getting like those mopeds just just hanging out just hanging out, just hanging out. Hanging out. right riding through like the island going to this night market yeah. like going for dinner like spending the same That's like nice. night, and I was just like, "This is proper romantic." It's, it's like, like <laughs> it's like it is. It's like that like it's exciting holiday, and that's not something you do in a no. normal life. Even just the idea of like her like staying there, mm. getting her friends to leave, and then her waiting for me, and then we cool. we spent like what two or three days together, mm. and then like I left to go. She left like three days later in the morning to go off to Kopp to meet her friends, and then that afternoon I left to go to the north of like. The north of Thailand, and then obviously didn't see each other for the rest of our time in Thailand. But then she was in Sydney, and then we met up and stuff. Like in Sydney, we're just like, oh, I mm. see. Like it's just weird, but like that would be like the best ever. Like Is she in Sydney, not anymore. Oh, but fair. she was when in my first year. I like that. Um, but like that, like that kind of like experience where you know there's an ending, so you make it as like exciting and as fun as you possibly can. What's her name? Darcy. Darcy, if you're out there That's listening, name. he still just goes name. on about you all the time. He's not forgotten. He's not forgotten. I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to change my name to Darcy. <laughs> it is a nice name, Darcy, to be fair. <sighs> but yeah, we were, we were touching on like libidos and, yeah. and matching so, sex drives. Yeah. So I made a comment. Yeah, this is one of the ones that went five oh. Yeah, we've got like 920,000 views on this video. I, and yeah. I was like, Jesus. What did you say? So, so I basically said um, that the person with the lowest sex drive in a relationship has final veto power. They're basically going to decide when and when you can't have sex. 
Not only do you need to be okay with that, but you need to be okay with not having as much sex as you want and still being comfortable with being completely monogamous at the same time. And I said that with that kind of lack of communication, that's where relationships oh, the, the can video become, didn't go that far, but that's yeah. where relationships can become quite stale. I did say yeah, that yeah, video, yeah, that's yeah. where they can become quite stale. And a lot of people came back saying, so as a man, I was like, whoa, I didn't say just men feel like this. I said, in relationships, the person with the lower drive has final veto. Mm. And it's true. If you're in a relationship, you've got a low drive. If you don't want to fuck, we're not fucking tonight. And that, 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 yeah. that is just how it is. Mm. And so I'm like, that's where it can, for me, I feel, and I know from like my previous relationship, we had different libidos and it was an issue. Like yeah, it was. So what's your opinion? But, no, but at the start of that relationship, were you having like a lot of sex though? No, I don't know. I can't really remember. It was so long ago, but I know that it was always like a bit of an issue. Mm. Yeah. I think, like I said, when we talked about it, I think libido's fluid. Like, you're never going to always have a high sex drive. You're never always going to have a lower sex drive. Like, you can't say, like, every single day and every single hour of the day, you want to have sex. I think whenever a libido is high, there's reasons for that that like, would make it high. And whenever it's low, there's reasons for that. But some people, and this is from just some experience, some people know if they have a high drive. Mm. Yeah. Some, some people know if they have a low sex mm. Yeah, so in that situation, if someone goes, by the way, I do have a low sex drive and you do have a high sex drive, do you think that that's an issue? So, uh, okay, so I have this thing that I do with clients and it's called the list and... Everybody knows, you know, like you write a list of your like your ideal partner, like they look like this, blah blah blah. blah. But the list template that I created is a bit more um, detailed, and what it what it includes on it is sexual compatibility and how high or low your libido is, or how how often you would like to have sex. Are you like a twice a sec, twice a day sex person, or are you once a week? Because I think it really matters. Yeah, and I have I have a really big example from my own personal life of where this has really gone wrong and how much it hurts on the other side mm. if you get it wrong. But I do believe that matching your sexual compatibility with somebody, like, as much as you can, mm. like, is, is really important. We'll say that again just for the people in the back. It's really important to match <laughs> your sexual compatibility yeah. with somebody that you you're interested in i think it can create and like i said look we're not talking about having like going through ebbs and flows because that's just normal but when people know that they do have a low sex drive or they know they do have a high sex drive i think it's one of those that's a level of compatibility yeah okay like, like let's let's be honest like i'm i'm not having sex with fuck it like i probably have sex with that bookcase that's about it like you know, <laughs> is that what you do when we not, came in exactly not having sex with anybody <laughs> right now but i would still yeah. consider myself to have a high sex drive and if I had the chance I would have sex twice a day mm. and that's what I know about myself mm-hmm. so you know those things and you match with somebody that's going to be around that same sort of compatibility but also though if if you were to start in a relationship and that and this say if it's a long term relationship and at the start the libidos were quote unquote matched like yeah we're, we're both like wanting to do it two or three times a day amazing amazing and then in five, six years, there's one person on one side who always wants it more than the other. And now, now the thought is that, oh my God, my libido is way higher than my partner's. I can't believe I've like got into a relationship with someone whose libido is like lower than mine. Surely there's, there has to be a point where you think, okay, 
let me look at this from a holistic point of view. What about our lives now could actually potentially make my partner's libido lower than me, lower than mine? Have I been a dickhead for the past two years? Yeah. And now yeah, every time she looks at me, she 100%. thinks I she's not turned on. Am I actually context. as good and bad as I think I am? And now I just don't turn her on because all I want to do is missionary. It's like, all context. It's all context. And self-awareness. If, and also, like, if it's like, I know also if I'm stressed, the first thing that I want to go is yeah. like, is like that sense of sexuality. You just forget about it. Mm. I, I think that what's really interesting is that when that comment's made, people are like, you know, sex isn't everything. But like, cool. No, it's let, not. But no, but, I'd, but I'd it's, say cool, but it's a lot of let, let, let's take out sex, right? And let's go cool. Let's take out sexual compatibility and emotional compatibility. Three years down in your relationship, my emotional compatibility isn't being matched to my partner anymore. Do you just say that's okay? People go, mm, no. no, that's right. Mm-hmm. So why can't sex be seen as just as important as emotional compatibility or like intellectual compatibility i think people just see it because it's sex it's like it's just sex get over it it's like no 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 no, no. you're just seeing it as like a lower standpoint compared to all the other main pillars of a relationship it's just as important to be to be held up in the same esteem as that 100 percent it's just as important it's a main pillar like with all the others for as much as i am wordy and i'm a writer and i'm quite communicative a lot of the times in relationships I have problems speaking to my partner and I've had a psychologist say to me, Jess, fuck, then talk. Like, because sex is a language in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings so, like a level of comfortability yeah, if and you're some, with your partner. And sometimes the things that you can't say in words, you can say with your body. Mm-hmm. So sexual compatibility is just as important as emotional compatibility. 100%. I think people need to start giving it the same kind of value as everything else because if you're in a relationship for five years, regardless whether it's sex or intelligence or emotion, if it's not being matched, it's not being matched and, and that's it. And it's, it doesn't mean you just need to call it, but it means that something needs to be addressed. You and need to have a conversation. You need to communicate, figure out what's going wrong. Can it be If it's not important, then why do we always jump to the benchmark of, well, if you're not having sex, there's a problem in your problem you're in relationship. relationship. Yeah, you're yeah. just mates. If it's not important, then... Yeah. Or if the sex is shit, then you're not going to like keep sleeping with that person yeah. as well. So if it's not important, then why do we like why do we say that? Yeah. I think like based on like the comments and stuff, like a lot of people didn't really get where you were no. coming from. And as I, as I said to you before, it's not even like a lot of times it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people, people literally listen to it and then they're, they're seeing it through like blurred mirrors or so tunnel vision. So many people actually saw that. Like that, that was a very mixed group to be fair. Yeah, it was, like, it was a mixed. Lot like, a lot of people agreed with it and a lot of people didn't. But I think like like a lot of the times when it comes to those comments and TikTok, mm-hmm. people are again just hearing what you're saying and just basing it completely off their own experiences and don't take into consideration. Because at the end of the day, not many people in this world actually do a lot of work on themselves and try to understand them, themselves and why they feel the way they do or why they do the things they do. So and if they're not doing that and they see comments like that, they will just instantly judge that video based off their own experience. But they're not thinking, oh, wait, like, I wonder what some of my friends have experienced yeah. when it comes to libido or what or an open relationship or what um so and so is like no one they're not doing that they're just thinking well i had this bad experience with my ex and so yeah. like now that you said that you're exactly. a piece of shit like that's not some, how it works some people also are like oh i don't agree i've been in a part i've been in a relationship with my partner for a couple of years and he doesn't want to have sex as much as me anymore and yeah like it makes me upset but you know i'm not just going to throw it away and i'm like that's that cool. whole like 
but it's like that whole statement is like you've just come at this with just your own experience and the fact that you're okay settling for not having all mm. your needs so met. I, that doesn't mean everyone, everyone has else. To yeah, say. Yeah. I had this experience with, with not with one of my exes, and I thought I would marry him. I like I loved him, but we stopped having sex. I think it was like eight, six or eight months. Yeah, for six or eight months, and it just tore mates. me apart. Like yeah. it, it ruined me. But I loved him. Like he was, and it's too hard to throw it away. He's a beautiful guy, and he's still an amazing guy. Yeah. Um, but it fucked me up so badly. So it it really damages like your ego, I think, a little bit as well. Yeah. So mm. sexual compatibility for me is important. It might not be important for those people that are settling. Cool. Yeah. Hundred percent. It was not okay for me. And the end of the day, it's just key to communicate your expectations. Mm. What you what you want and, and need. Well, someone was like, oh, I communicate, but it just doesn't change anything. But I'm still yeah. not going to throw it away. I'm then like, outsource. Mm, clear. Jokes. We are joking. Do not outsource. Do not outsource. Definitely. But um, yeah, that that was like I think that's it's it is important to understand your partner's experience. So if your libido does seem to be dwindling, or if your partner's <clears throat> libido seems to be dwindling, especially if you've been with each other for an extended period of time and you notice a change in kind of the experience with them, I think it's so important to learn to understand why that could, like, why that could be. Mm. I don't think it's good enough to think my partner's libido is not as high as mine. What the fuck's going on? It's like, okay, is she stressed at work or is he stressed at work? Have I been this? Have I been that? Like, I think it's so important to kind of understand a lot more about your partner than just, like, looking at it through, again, tunnel vision or blurred blurred mirrors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Blurred lines. Blurred lines. Ooh. Just like a bit of a indigestion from the marks. You're amazing. Lovely. You're amazing. Lovely. But um, to finish off, the boy Detox had the pleasure of posting on her story for people mm. to give some exciting one night stand Ooh, stories. Oh, juicing. Do you, do, you, um, do either of you have any? Good one night oh, stand stories? Because I, 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 I actually don't have anything that's worth telling. Yeah, that's true. You've read that. He actually doesn't. I actually don't. He doesn't have any weird stories. He doesn't. I actually, I actually don't oh, have any. I've, I've got some funny ones. Um, Sadly. Mine always seem to go quite smoothly. I've sadly. Got, I've, got I've actually written them here. No, I didn't. Yeah, smoothly. Yeah, but like, sad, sadly, sadly go smoothly. Quite smoothly. Yeah. 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 I've got way yeah. too many. Fuck, why can't none of them just be fucking nutcases? Because <laughs> I choose wisely. Fuck. Damn me for choosing wisely. Um, I'll let you go first for this, Jess. Oh, I don't know where to go. Okay, so... I'm going to talk about the cricketer, right? The cricketer. Is the, is, is the fact that he's a cricketer important to the story? Does he actually play it's cricket or is that just a nickname? Is that yeah, a nickname? he's actually quite big. Now. No way. Yeah, you go for big guys? I've never heard that no, before. Like, Does he play for the West Indies? No, he plays for New South Wales. Is he seven foot nine? Six, seven. <laughs> oh my God, you're like four foot. How does okay, this sorry. even, does this even Anyway, so we met Match Bob. Same height land on. He's, one, he's one of the ones that did big, big talk, right? Oh, God. Big talk. So I was traveling a lot and he was traveling a lot for cricket and we eventually like finally met up. This is at my mm. old apartment in Waterloo. We went for a drink, came back to my house. We are watching TV on this very couch. Amazing. And, I can um, tell by the warmth. Then he picked... He pulled me on top of him, picked me up and carried me up the stairs, super hot. And so we got into bed, did the thing, 
did the, the thing. thing. Did, what are you twelve? <laughs> sorry, sorry. What what's the thing? You had sex. We had you sex. had the sex. Had coitus. Sex. She had Number coitus. Number one, he was shaved. Everything was shaved. Like clean shaven or like trimmed. Clean shaven. Is that bad? Oh, that is like. That's oh, you're not a fan. It was a bit, it was a bit weird. Too that's smooth. It's like a baby. Like have some. Like a, like a bit of a yeah. I don't clean. Do you I mean like his legs and everything was shaved? No, or just, just all the there? Pub, yeah, okay. The pubes are, okay. I trim. I don't clean shave. That's like. That's a bit. So that was the first thing. So okay, we can get past that. We can get past that. The second thing was both matching. He was completely silent. Oh no! Completely silent, and he talked big game. He never talked big game. Never talked big game. Never talked. Moving silence. Big game, and then when I kind of said to him, like, "Are you Does enjoying that feel this?" Feel good. Yeah. He was like, "Sex is not a time for conversation," and shamed me for it. <laughs> and then he wanted Could to stay over, noise. which I don't really do. He wanted to stay over. Fine, he had to go to training in the morning. And when I went down, like he, I took him downstairs, he left. Then I went to like grab my bag and go and get a coffee. And I couldn't find, like I, I was like, where's my bag? Where's my wallet? Bag was missing. It's like a Louis Vuitton tote. Bag was missing. And I realized that he had left the side door of my Waterloo apartment across the road from the housing commission open. What? So someone had come in and take my, taken my Louis Vuitton bag. Shut your mouth. And my wallet. Whilst you were asleep with this fella. Walked in while I was asleep with him. That's fucking So he left. Weird. I had to call the cops, but wait for it. It gets better. He, def- he didn't call steal the it? Cop. No, he didn't steal it. He didn't steal it. I walked him out. I had to call the cops. Cops came in, questioning me, everything. And they were like, okay, so, you know, like run me whole, through the whole thing. Like what happened? And I was everything. like, I was with a friend watching TV and then we went upstairs to Start, go to sleep. We started in doggy and then we went. And then they were like, okay, so if we need to contact this friend, <laughs> what's his name? And I was like, Cricket. his first name is Mr. Cricket. Max. Cricket? Last his name, first uh, name is Max. And they were like, okay, what's his phone number? And I was like, I only have his Instagram. <laughs> 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 and it was a girl that. and a guy and I was like, I'm I fucking love that. Mortified. That's hilarious. Like, not only have I lost a three thousand dollar bag that I that's so loved, shit. It was shit sex, and he was a dud. Like as if he was talking a big game. As if someone's like big, sex big. isn't for talk. I don't know how I'd react at that point. I'd be like, oh, was that? Huh? I just I just shut my mind then. Yeah. <laughs> I was just angry. Was there any eye contact? I don't think just, so. It was very much poundy. Oh, sounds underwhelming. Oh. I was just, but I, I was disappointed because of the big game talk, you know. Yeah, just never have big sexy. game talk. Never but have yeah. big game. You, what do you say? He was sexy. He was sexy, yeah, oh. for sure. But you yeah. win some, you lose some. As long as the eye comes in, come in. Yeah, it? but then you don't want to lose your Louis Vuitton bag as well and get shamed by the police. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that is fuck. I, that's, that's an ex- Expensive fucking one night stand. That's yeah, not for me. What about you, Daniel? <sighs> There's a lot of like dodgy people. ones. I'm trying to think of the one that's going to get me in the least trouble. Okay. Um, I was traveling the East Coast, and look, we've all been there, but this was like super embarrassing for me at the time. I was like 21, 22. You 
you know, you were walking, talking hard on at that point, and I was just like, you know. You're in the East Coast at 22. You've only been here four years. No, no, but I travelled Australia before. Oh, I before. Oh, there. yes. Oh, yes, you did. You did. You and did, you um, did. anyway, so I was travelling the East Coast, and I ended up sleeping with this person, and then their, like, friend they were travelling with, we ended up, like, there was a connection there, and I wanted to hook up with them. Anyway, they ended up, like, coming back to mine, and uh, I remember we were in bed and we were just like having a bit of foreplay and like I went down on them and then, you know, like reverse and she was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that with you. And it, not that I minded, but it's just the way they said it, just, it cut like, how do you explain it? it cut well, through. Well, they weren't doing reverse? Yeah, yeah. Reverse they weren't giving you a They weren't giving me a blazer. Oh, okay. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and, and the thing is, it's not that I'm bothered, <laughs> but it cut through the atmosphere like a knife through butter. Suddenly, everything went silent. And I was like, this is just awkward. Because they acted really like, no. I'm not. I was like, oh. I feel like it should be okay. reciprocal. But no, but it's, it's like they could have said it in a way that's like, you know, it, it just the way I they said it was like, cut through it. like, And I was that's like, wow, high. the atmosphere's just been absolutely wrecked. And I was like, okay, then. And so I think, you know. I'm sure you carried on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a trooper through and through. Anyway, yeah, on three, she basically got on top of me and um, I remember I thumbed in. I, th- I, was, I felt so uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to be there. I remember like thumbing in a semi basically and I just came What's straight up. Thumb, like you push it in your, with your thumb. If you've got a floppy Because it's not like fully hard. Oh so you have to like... And, and I remember I thumbed in, a, thumbed in a floppy and my knob must have been oh like, my God. fuck this, I've I'm out of it. And it just... And then I finished. You guys just taught me something. Yeah. <laughs> my knob was just like, I'm getting out of here. Blech. Oh, I Back hope that's left. never happened to And you me. blew it in there without asking. No, I didn't. <laughs> Did you blow? No, 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 no. Oh, look, I was 22 at the time. I was really little fuck now. Did you blow though? Yeah, I did. In one pump, I literally pushed it in. She moved. Oh, listen, listen to this. She moved. She moved. Oh, fuck. So. Oh, oh gosh. I did raw fucking. That was funny. So high now. Oh god. I, I thumbed it in. Oh. I came in you one be pump. At that. In one pump. It's like my knob was like, this is too awkward. I'm getting out of here. And so oh. I literally she He's moved. She she moved once, it came, and it just fell out of her when she moved again. And she was like, What what's going on? And I was like, oh, I'm just really drunk. She's like, really? You haven't been drinking all night? I was like, oh yeah, that's very true. That's anyway. Hilarious. That's right for you. But but the next day. She messaged me and was like, that was really fun. Can we do it again? And I was like, was it? Child, who's hurt you? I was like, oh my God. Anyway, the next time was fine. The next time was fine. Oh, that's But I remember all my mates came in the room and I was like, they're like, oh. And she's like, oh, he's just, you know, finished in one pump. And obviously, because I didn't want to look embarrassed. I was like, lads, can't fucking believe that. Can you... And I, but inside, I was dying. I was like, my mojo. She, she thought it was amazing. Her, so her oh, I paid funny. for her Uber home. And, uh, and then... And then the you next, must have done a good job going down. Well, and, then, and then the next night, she... Oh, um, oh yeah. that is really... And then the next night, she was like, let's do it again. And I was like, did you message the right guy? Did you mean to message <laughs> me? <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means you've got skills. I don't... With a tongue. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had oh, a big beard in this dude as well. He had a huge beard. A lot of... Can I just give a shout out to, to two of the um, stories that I got from TBD? Around oh, yeah, yeah. Please the, do. Because I, I haven't got any, I haven't got go any stories. On, here, here so a girl responded and said that she travelled for 40 minutes to meet a guy with anal beads in. That's hot. 
Fascinating. And I just That's fucking hot. died laughing. Did like, it feel uncomfortable? What a legend. No, it was meant I to did, feel good. I didn't ask, but <sighs> I just is... thought, what a legend. Like, what commitment. For one 40 minutes travel. With anal beads in your... Oh. Warming warm, warm up the... I've never and had whole, anal beads inside of me, so I don't know what that's like. I would, well, we never thought you did. When I messaged her <laughs> to say, you've just made my day, she said, yeah, I had a bag of sex toys too. And I'm like, of course you did, Queen. I love that. What a fucking legend. And then the other one, big shout out, goes to a girl that went to a Halloween party dressed as Gladys Bukajlalakan. <laughs> the the, Pre- new, the yeah. new South Wales yeah. premiere, yeah. the older one. The oldest, to a Halloween the party and had sex on the bonnet of a car. Another. I know who that person is. Legend. Shout do you? Out. I do know who that person is. I know who went dressed as that. I know what party that is, and I know who went dressed as that. Do person. I know the person? The no, person we don't. were talking about earlier. Don't say her name. No, 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 no. Oh, we're not yeah, saying okay, her name yet. Because okay. I, I seen it come up on Instagram, and I recognise that person dressed as that. I know that. That's so funny. That's hilarious. And then there was oh another one that had sex with her friend's nineteen-year-old brother, and then she went down in the morning. And the mum gave her a hug and said, it's all good, we're all family. That's so fucking, we're all, that we're would all weird That's me beautiful. out. I'd and we are all human. So the mum was all right with us sleeping yeah. with us. That would creep me out so much. What a fucking legend. Like, oh. That's a very comfortable mum, to be fair. It's a very comfortable mum. But there oh. were, yeah, there were some great <sighs> stories. Have you ever slept with a mum before? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Nice. She's like my age, though. I wonder if I've slept with uh, a dad. Oh, right. 29. I, I, I shared this oh, other yeah, day, just yeah, like yeah. Oh, 29 year olds. No, you don't know who that is. You don't know who that is. No, no, but I'm telling you about that person. Have I slept with a dad? I don't think so. Oh, what's the oldest person you've slept with? Oh, probably like 76. Old, old. Actually, 70. No, no. Like about 60 70 80 around that around that like 60 <laughs> it's, 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 more, it's more the it's more the gap between your yeah, age and, and their age than the actual no, age I, slept with some older guys, but I don't know if i slept i, I think I when i was when i was 21 22 i slept with a 55 year old that's right in the bathroom you told in me in the bathroom yeah. of maggie island shout out oh, maggie island i did disgusting. yeah some of the boys who might they probably won't listen to this i've but. slept with an older woman mm. she would have been a mum i've slept with the mum there you go no there we go i love that there we go Right, well... Got, I think we've got some mugs to drink. Oh. Okay, this is getting way too rough. I'm a little bit Right, bruising. okay. Thank you very much, everyone, for sitting down with us today. Subject mm. to change with the boy detox. The boy detox, please give everyone your details and how they can contact you and how they can follow the new dating app out there dating. Um, at the boy detox on Instagram. Mm. Also, www.theboydetox.com for my website. Get on our email list as well. Yeah, email list. And you can also book 15-minute discovery calls with me at the moment for free. I know mm. I might sound a little bit intoxicated. Um, yeah, intoxicated right now, but I do give good advice generally. She's definitely helped me through many difficult situations. Exactly. Yeah. I should I, actually I send Dan an invoice. Yeah, and, no, uh, he's got an invoice for about $12,000. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and otherwise please download um, out there it's coming to Sydney very soon otherwise if you're in Melbourne then you get on it very very quickly um, and that is at out there dating on Instagram and uh, in the theme of our podcast please remember guys with grace and honour you can't come in and come on up. please <laughs> the pH we never say that <laughs> goodbye everyone peace and love stay safe happy weekend